This is the story of an unskilled, unschooled, low-paid handloom weaver who goes on to be a global ridicule receiver. non-Atonian, honorary Dundonian downs his tools at 52, travels further than Napoleon. This poor weaver Caledonian quits the loom for the life of a stentorian and leaves behind a story which has baffled most historians. Hello, hello, and welcome to Shedcast, episode one, brought to you by Putting It Together. How are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of Shedcast. Now, my name is Brian O'Sullivan. I'm bringing you these podcasts every day during the Shedinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, normally, I bring you Putting It Together, and you can look on the archives of this podcast uh, chain, wherever you are looking at it, and you can see our regular episodes, interviews with actors, writers, musicians, and so on. Um, but this season, I'm delighted to bring you a special, uh, a special selection of interviews and behind-the-scenes information um, about the shows that are on at the Shedinburgh Fringe Festival. Now, I'm in uh, the Traverse Theatre in Edinburgh, and I'm talking today to the first performer at the Shedinburgh Fringe, Gary McNair, who you'll have heard on this show just a few days ago talking about the festival, um, rather before we had kind of nailed down how we were going to do this podcast series, so I didn't mention it, but uh, today I'm bringing you a conversation with Gary, and uh, sort of a behind-the-scenes look, really, at his show, which we saw last night, McGonagall's Chronicles. So I talked to him right after the show, and uh, I was just really keen to get an idea of how it felt, because this is a, a completely different animal. Um, the show is the same to some extent. I mean, it's it's the bones of it are the same, but he's had to edit it and change it because it's now a solo, um, where it was a three-hander, and uh, it's performed in a shed albeit inside a theatre space, but it's still in a shed, and uh, that means, that changes, you know, so many things, obviously, lighting and sound, but because it's performed not for a live audience, but for cameras and broadcast to an audience, um, it's just it's just a whole different experience, so it was, it was cool to be part of that process, but also to talk to him about it, how it worked, and stuff like that. So, I sat down with Gary, right after he came off stage, performing McGonagall's Chronicles last night, and uh, here's what he had to say. It was great. I loved it. it. You know, it was so bloody good to do, uh, to do a show. To do a thing, to, I yeah. never. I didn't think I'd be doing a show. Like when, even when I was at yours the other day, it felt yeah. so hypothetical. It was like a thing we were doing. But then you're in Trav Two that I love. It's like my space. I've yeah, done yeah. that. Been in that space so many. That's the I've performed there more than anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of you know, it's so special to be in there and to do it and suddenly it felt like as soon as it, it didn't feel like a dr I kind of put out my head the fact that I worried it would feel like a dress rehearsal or a capture in an empty room which you sometimes see but because you knew it was going out it, it you know you that knowledge like, isn't it yeah you it's know like it's that thing. first live run you do suddenly that first dress you do is pretty good you know and you, it just gets you, real then doesn't you it? do it more dress then it's not as good then you're like well i need a new yeah. it's like it's like chasing a high really isn't it we need so a new audience you knew when it started you were just like right let's, let's do it right let's do it wow it was good it was great great fun and you couldn't really you couldn't stop you just had to just, but then you do that anyway don't you but that's, that's the, the nature of it they start to finish do it Aye. There's a few, there'll be, you know, there'll be a few, people have noticed a few, <laughs> I mean, you'll have noticed a few, well, I've been trying to do part of the job of three folk, I mean, Simon and you were in, uh, there in parts of it, because 
you I mean so Brian like obviously you are stuff. usually in the show and so is Simon yeah. and Simon's provided a lot of stuff to to go under it and you did your song at the beginning left me on my arse to do the acapella one but but <laughs> but your choice my friend I know I could have cut it but I, it, no it was nice I cut what is genius for example because without the underscoring of that and all, all that stuff it, yeah it, yeah it, you didn't tell me you were cutting it, of course. That was interesting. Because I went, oh my God, he's missed a hole. No, he's cutting no, it. No, no, no. And do you know, because just without the lighting, because that really, because what is genius is such a deliberately different moment in the show. Like, because when Joe teched it originally, yep. and when he said, um, he was like, I'm just not really into lighting at the moment. Just put the lights up and do it. It cost you a wee bit. But, okay. you know, and he was very much wanted it to be, this could rock up at a pub. And that's great, but in that moment, in it, with what is genius, the wee poem of McGonagall, it's the only original McGonagall, apart from the odd quote here and there, it's the only original McGonagall we use, as you know. And yeah, start to finish. Exactly, and yeah. we've put, it never, it's never in, it's not in his collected works. It's good, it's a good piece of work, and yeah. it speaks to his heart, and it speaks to his social standing. And so we read it, we pretend to read it from the book, because we think it deserves to be in the tome, but the lights come right down for it, and we pull their focus, and it's just after a dramatic moment. And I think that was the one moment, there's other moments, of course, with you, we had one lighting status, people will see at home, uh, but I just knew with that moment, it's so different. It would just feel uh, out of place rather yeah. than deliberately um, juxtaposed to what had gone before and after. Yeah. So so we cut that. Um, but it was such a thrill to, oh, Matt, we did, it, we did a tech today in a show. Not yeah. that for, you know, my goodness. And just also wandering about a theatre building and kind of organising stuff. And, you know, that kind of, that buzz that we yeah, all have. You know? I, I'm like, oh, have I got the lighting rig? I want to do all sorts of things that will get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and touch things. We can't touch anything. No, we can't. No, I know. And, it's, you know, everyone here has been amazing at keeping everyone at distance and keeping everyone safe. Yeah. Um, and making sure that everyone can do this properly. Because, that you, as I said the other day, I don't want things to rush back. I want the world to be safe. And then we can do our thing. And it doesn't mean I don't miss it. It doesn't mean I don't no. want to take the chance to do this. And, you know, pleasure to kick it off. And I hope that everyone else has a good time with it as well. And that people enjoyed it enough tonight to come back and watch another one. Well, it's an amazing lineup, isn't it? Fuck me, it's good. It's if this really was a strong. venue at the festival, it would be... It would be jam-packed. Half the scales. Yeah. Half the scales. It's kind of the nut. best of all different... Yeah. Places brought yeah. together, you know. I mean, the what, the what, you know, aye, there's so many, I mean, so many favourites in that lineup. We're so, so lucky. So lucky. And it all starts tonight and, well, t last night. As last you night, to as this. you're hearing this, yeah. Because, of course, you're going to put these out. The Are next putting day. These out every day. I'm putting them out every day, yeah. Amazing. Well, um, yeah, as much as possible. But, yeah, I mean, the the great thing is I've never got a chance to do this before. You've just walked off having finished giving that performance. Yeah. So we can, you know, normally it's a totally different vibe. We sit in the studio well, and we talk about... you've seen me after the performance many a time and it's oh, usually... There's a lot of different know, things going on. A lot of patter. <laughs> it's usually <laughs> very know, good patter. I, I was saying, being back in the McGonagall costume yesterday, I'm doing things like walking around singing the daft wee songs, not from the show. Some of the, the show stuff's going on in my head, but all the laughs. Me, you and Simon, when we got on the road, and sorry to say this, but Tyler was brilliant company when... You of course he was. Newcastle. Of course he was. <laughs> but, you know, the, it's such the backstage songs as the much as anything. The right? backstage songs, the wee things you make up, the wee jokes. I mean, just before it started, I knew you were up in the box 
Um, oh yeah, you always used to make fun of me at the start. We would, Simon and I would make fun. I mean, in here we would there was a picture of a dog, and we would all gather and go and dog we trust. That's right. And uh, then you'd go on stage and hand out lettuce and all that stuff and do your intro. At which point, every time Simon <laughs> and I would see, and it would switch about between us. One of us, would, one of us would say, "Here, imagine nobody laughed at Brian." <laughs> <laughs> every time, and whoever. It, 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 we never there's not a single time it was said we didn't get a laugh from each other because it was a competition to say it and then it's like who's going to say it yeah <laughs> and then you it was brilliant fun and also it, oh, just getting even even the non-reflective visceral memory of those great times of yeah. why we do this and why we tell stories and why we collaborate and the brilliance i mean even just pouring through simon's music the last couple of days for the show it, the guy's a genius like, i was the, thinking that as i was watching beautiful. the show i was listening to it and i was thinking there's so many little themes that are all unique and they're just beautiful oh it's just so it's hearing it again was stunning. a joy yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know it's amazing what they can do to blend everything in. Yeah. To, yeah. to this, but do you know, oh God, we, as soon as it's safe, we're touring this show, right? Of oh yeah, as, as soon as possible. Um, if not for our own, uh, for our own amusement, what a yeah. But listen, to be back in a, to be back in a, a theatre and doing a show is just a just a threat because you as i was saying to you the other day i think i was quite melancholic about all of my relationships and i am like i was saying very lucky that my income has been coming from other places lately yeah yeah tv radio audio stuff and so but oh just to even in a room like that just love love this thing this yeah but as you say it's a very specific space for you yeah you know it's yeah. not it's not just any space with a shed in it it is trav too totally and, and that, that's the site of i mean how many of your solo show every solo so show you've ever made has been in just trav about too, right? i mean I, I going back to i mean so i think shows i've done in here to name a few i did how soon is nigh in here way back and when, when the arches mm -hmm. um platform 18 award and that was a real buzz and i, I mean the show was shite and <laughs> that's very harsh i get oh no but i know you always say that trash and then i was able i was lucky enough to come back uh with count me in which was worse <laughs> i mean i'm not kidding i i, I still it was 10 that's years ago and i still get um i do you know it was a real marker We've, i think we spoke about it the first time i was chatting to you on this but mm -hmm. but you know I enjoyed doing them in this show, in this uh, in this space, and then coming back to do. Uh, so yeah, Donald Robertson was in here, uh, and then Gambler's Guide, which is a very very special show to me. And part of me, I I yeah. thought I was so up to the last minute deciding whether to do Gambler's Guide, uh, to Dying or McGonagall's Chronicles. Oh, for uh, this event, yeah, for yeah. for the shed, because you know, I re Gambler's Guide is a show that started at the festival, started in that room, and has been you know just such a huge part of my life since then it's gone it's been all over yeah i it's you know it's been on in germany and japan and new zealand and australia and america different places yeah. and, and many more um and i just it, you know but I, I i wasn't i wanted to for the opening night it's a heavy show and it's a, i love it and it means a lot to me but i just wanted to kick off with a right good laugh yeah totally yeah uh you know and mcgonagall we were going to bring to the festival last year and yeah, but yeah. It, it it didn't happen because well for various different reasons not um 
was just too too concerned about having just had a second kid about what that would mean and yeah 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 you know and it was so hard to it was hard to turn that space down but then you ended up doing chick murray so you had a great time anyway yeah um you'd have probably done done both i imagine i think there was a consideration of that that's the kind of yeah you were like you were like i'll do both simon was like i'll I'll do all the work and i was like i'm just and i'm glad i didn't because it was you know actually this year i was supposed to be doing <laughs> Check Murray upstairs at the stand, and an hour before it, a musical downstairs wow. in the basement. Wow! Dave Anderson's musical. There was talk of that coming, wow. so he was like, "Yeah, we're going to do both." I mean, if you're up for it, and I was like, "Of course I'm up." You know, yeah, I never I'm say no. Do- yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm like, "You just run well, upstairs and change yeah, your waistcoat." It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, all that said, um. I don't know why I'm banging on about our decisions not to do McGonagall, but it was a show that, because it would have been lovely in that space and it was hard to turn it down. So it felt like giving McGonagall a wee life. And it's yeah. just won a hinge first, so... Has it won a hinge first it's already? It's won a hinge first. I'm delighted. Kev made it. He's put a hinge to it. He's, he's made an actual hinge first. All right. And uh, I've just been awarded with it, um, which is great. I can't believe you won a hinge first. <laughs> you, right, just after you've just walked on stage just as well. Walk, I mean, that's it, unbelievable. It was, that's, it was the first hinge first. Right, well, that's why it's so yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the first hinge. Anyway, I will... People have heard me this week on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> can't they get rid of you? absolutely buzzing. Amazing. Um, do, please, even, do you know... This is a serious thing. Um, even if you're like, oh, do you know, the timings don't work out for me, but, do you know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, do I, would I book? Then, you know, d- consider booking anyway because it yeah. all goes to the fund yeah. and it's all greatly appreciated. And, it, you know, it's been a lot of work. I mean, Francesca and Harriet, who you'll talk to shortly or you have spoken to, well, you know, they have to put in so much work on it and it's an incredible thing that's happened and I'm so... I mean, to be a small part of it, I've made a stupid joke and been able to perform in it, but it, <laughs> it, it really is uh, an incredible thing and we can help take people to the festival next year. So if you've missed it and you believe in the festival, it's a great way to put money straight on the stage next year. Um, and so book, 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 book for all the shows and there's so many shows. I will not name an individual show because I genuinely love them all and you will look at, the, you cannot go wrong in this program and to name one, um, you know, there are ones that are extremely special to me and I can't believe we have them. It's, yeah, oh, it's um, truly unbelievable. But just, you could book for them all. Shedinburgh.com, Shedinburgh.com, book, book, book. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Bye. Gary McNair there, as if you could mistake who that was. Gary McNair coming straight off stage after his first performance, the first performance of the Shedinburgh Fringe Festival 2020. Um, so it was great to, to be able to be here for the first day and to be here for, for all the days, really, to be involved in it. Um, so I'm going to be bringing you an episode every day, or at least as close to that as we can manage. I, I don't know whether there's going to be days where there's not even time Um as you can imagine, it's pretty frantic around here. Um, each artist gets a couple of hours on the day to kind of come in, do their show, and uh, that's all they've got. And the technical um, ramifications of trying to do this and, and broadcast it you know, from a three-camera shoot is 
pretty mad. Uh, so I'm, I've sort of slotted myself in and I'm trying to keep out of everybody's way, but also grab people for interviews. So what I'm hoping to do um, very soon is start talking to some of the production team as well about how they put all this together, how they made it happen. Um, I'd love to be able to, to give you some insight into that as well. But at the moment, um, I'm also just dead excited to talk to the artists because there's a, a different artist every single day. Um, so my job at the moment is to try and be, uh, what's the word, I've been basically invisible um, and try and grab 20 minutes if I can with each artist um, and talk to them um, and give you some sort of insight into how they made the work or um, their background and what brought them to this point, you know, that's all the stuff and most of them, in fact, I think all of them except Gary I've never spoken to so it's going to be huge for, for this podcast and um, it's going to be an exciting time just to, to not only experience this festival as it's happening, but also just have that wee extra bit of info um, on the side. So thanks very much for listening. And um, tomorrow I'm bringing you an, another episode, the second Shedcast. And I'm bringing you that with Chris Thorpe, who's doing his show tonight. It's at half past seven. Uh, you can get all the information you need on Shedinburgh.com. That's Edinburgh with SH on the front. Shedinburgh.com. Christophe's show is Status tonight, the 15th of August at half past seven. Now, the tickets start at £4, and it's really whatever you can afford over and above that if possible. Um, and of course, the, the money is to help bring the next generation of artists to the fringe the next time we have a fringe, which of course we hope is next year. So um, you can imagine it's a really important fund, and uh, there's, a, there's a few tiers of uh, ticket you can buy as well. Um, there's, you know, £4 and up, and then it goes £15 and up depending on what you can afford um, and what you think it's all worth. So there's a new show every night, but the focus right now is on Chris Thorpe's show, Status. It's at 7.30 tonight, and you've still got a chance to book. Um, there are There is a limited number of people that can see these shows, and they do only happen once. They happen live, and you if you miss it, you miss it. If you're late, you're late. You can't rewind, you can't pause, you don't download. It is an ephemeral one-off event. So it's a really exciting way for us to view theatre um, in the digital world. It's it's groundbreaking stuff, so I'm really excited about that show tonight, and I'll be bringing you chat about it tomorrow. So tune in every day. These episodes come out at midday every day and will be available for the foreseeable future. And on Wednesdays, uh, you can catch our regular episodes as well. Um, at the moment, certainly this week, um, we're going to have, or next week, we're going to have still our regular episodes, so it's going to be pretty back-to-back uh, -back here. Um, so I thank you for your support. Now before I finish, I just want to let you know how you can support this podcast as well. I know that we're asking a lot of you at the moment, and of course this is here to promote Shedinburgh, so I hope that you would buy tickets for that first. But, on the longer term basis, if you'd like to support this show, you can do it through PayPal, and you can go to puttingittogethercast.com, click the yellow donate button, and in this case you can give anything you want, as small or as large as you would like. So you go to puttingittogethercast.com, click the yellow donate button, and follow the PayPal prompts. It's really simple. Some people give a few quid a month. It's like the equivalent of the price of a coffee. If you would, you know, if you think you, if you met me, you would buy me a coffee and say thanks very much for the show. Then that's what you can do virtually. And some people are doing that. And it's helping support the show. And you know what? It's helped to bring me to Edinburgh to give you this coverage because everyone here is working for nothing to, to, to raise money for this amazing uh, new fund. So, remember to support Shedinburgh, shedinburgh.com. Tonight's show, Chris Thorpe, status. And if you can, you go to puttingittogethercast.com and you support me through the PayPal. So, until tomorrow at midday when I bring you another episode, I'll just say what I always say. 
Cheerio now.